Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, this is part three. How you doing? Joe McCall here. Gavin Tim's over there. How you doing, Gavin? Good, Joe. How are you? Awesome. Guys, we're talking about our PDF report that you can get for free. It's a nine-page PDF at www.reiproof.com slash seven steps. The link is in the description of this video, so go check it out. In previous two videos, we talked about number one, finding your buyers first. The second step you need to take is lowering your offers, okay? Um, then our next one is number three, where'd it go? Here it is. Um, learn creative financing. All right. I'm already seeing it, Gavin. A lot of sellers are starting to accept our lease option offers. A lot more sellers. We're even getting calls from realtors saying, Hey, um, tell me more about this lease option thing. When before the realtors would be like, no, we're getting multiple offers. <laughs> we're not going to have any problem selling this thing. They're selling it the same day, multiple offers above asking price. Now sellers are kind of panicking and they're like more open. If they want to get the price that they wanted to before, they're going to need to be open to creative finance. So Gavin, what is creative finance? Can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So there's multiple ways. I guess creative financing comes under multiple buckets, right? So a few of them would be lease options, which could be a sandwich lease option or an assignment lease option. Uh, a sandwich lease option being where you're staying in the middle of the deal so you can make some money up front. You can cash flow and make money on the back end by staying in the middle. You can assign the lease option. So it's like wholesaling a lease option. Okay. Um, you've got seller finance or owner finance. Okay. Where you're taking over the property over terms and the seller's pretty much acting as the bank. Um, this subject to if you want to take the, the mortgage over, if, if that's necessary. Um, all these ways of the creative bucket is to give more options so you can close more deals. And as Joe said, it becomes now a much easier negotiation and will be in months to come because they want to hold out for that price, that price that's now not selling on the market, that price that they thought was going to sell, but they're, they're still emotionally attracted to, to not giving up any equity or lowering that price. That's where over the right terms, we can come in and make an offer where we can actually make that work. right? And if we've made a cash offer and we've learned how to position this, we've positioned a cash offer so we can come up, more, give more money, again, over the right terms so we can actually help the seller out. We get a good deal because we've got it on the right terms. We're going to be cash flowing. We might have some equity or we're going to build equity as we go through the, 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 the term time. And then the seller wins because they get the price that they wanted. So you're going to see this as a much easier way um, to, uh, to be able to negotiate and, and lock these deals up. Yeah. And, and let me kind of walk you through this. Again, you can get this PDF report here www.reiproof.com slash seven steps. I think you have to do that www. But the link is in the video description. So go check that out. You can get this PDF for free. And we just walk through. It's only nine pages long, walking through those steps. Um, so this is what the page looks like when you go there. Now, um, what we're talking about here is, and this is a calculator that our students use that kind of just helps you come up with multiple options. We're talking about giving sellers options. If you want to make yourself stand out, you want to be able to give, you want to do more deals, 
you can go from getting one out of 30 offers accepted to maybe three or four or five out of 30 offers accepted when you start giving the sellers options, okay? And so this little calculator I built, um, you just kind of walk through. It helps you come up with cash offer, lease option offers, and owner financing offers, okay? And uh, this is just an example property I put in here. You get the comps. When we're looking at comps, we're just taking the Zillow estimate value, Redfin, PropStream, whatever, and we kind of average them out. Well, having said that, you still want to verify this number looking at what is your current competition. If you have a similar property that's selling for 125, well, you need to lower the ARV to 125,000, okay? Whatever that is. And you click next. Now we're in the cash offer section. We talked about this before. You know, normally when you would offer maybe 75%, maybe now you need to offer 65% of ARV. Maybe before, if you were figuring $10 in repairs, you need to maybe do $15 a square foot in repairs or something, right? Um, now, a lot of times when you're doing this, you're going to see, depending on the offers, the method that you're doing for cash offers, and this is particularly true, I'm seeing this with vacant land right now. So one of the things I'm working with my students on is showing them, all right, so if you, you know, if priced, for example, is one of the tools we use, tells you to offer this, and the other method, you're looking at Zillow, tells you to offer this, it's more important now than ever to pick the lower one. Pick the lower estimate. If you're looking at, um, you know, if you're, you're looking at a property that you think might rent for $700 to $800 a month, go with the $700 a month. If you're looking at repairs that might be 30 grand to 40 grand, go with the 40 grand. If you're looking for comps or cash offer of either 53 or 70,000, depending on which method you're using, go with the lower one, right? Now, so for example here, I'm just going to put a $500 earnest money. Let's give them a deadline of the 15th. All right. Now, when it comes to lease option offers, this is an example of a lease option or owner financing. Offer. And this is something we give to our students when we walk them through. You know, we still, maybe before I'd get 15% equity. Now I want 18% equity. All right. And the market rents on this property, it's worth, you know, it's it's worth 125 grand. Well, um, if it rents for maybe... A uh, thousand to eleven hundred. No, it's better, more realistic. Eleven hundred to twelve hundred. So I'm going to figure on eleven hundred in rent, cash flow. I want to lose twenty five percent of the rent in cash flow. I'm going to give the seller eleven hundred dollar monthly. So before I would try to negotiate, you know, at least three years. You know, I'd try to get five. But now with the market uncertainty, you can bet I'm going to try my hardest to negotiate five years instead of three years on a lease option. You need to give yourself more time, especially with creative deals. You don't want to give yourself, paint yourself in a corner and only give yourselves, you know, a limited amount of time to get somebody else into that house and, and sell it. Does that make sense? So you've got to, I would say now, minimum five years as we're coming in, as we're transitioning into a buyer's market, okay? Wholesaling lease option offer. This is like whatever the price the seller wants, okay? I can do a now. Yeah, I'm not going to dive too deep into that, but you know, when it when it comes to either a sandwich lease option, which you are going to keep for cash flow, or a wholesaling lease option, I would suggest probably doing more lease option assignments, more wholesaling lease options in this kind of a market because you don't know what's going to be happening in three to five years. Sometimes it's better to make a quick nickel than a slow dime, giving the sellers options. And you'll see here in a second, I can give the seller more a higher price if they're willing to. Um, meet my terms. All right. So anyway, um, if we wanted to offer owner financing, let's just say I can do any discount. I'm not going to do any down payment. I'm going to give them principal only payments of 50%. 
And uh, so let's say they want interest. So I'll put five down. I mean, uh, I'll do a discount of 5%. I'll put 5% down and uh, they want interest. So I'll do 4% interest balloon in 10 years. This is just some examples of what you can offer. And this calculator then, I want to show you what it looks like to do um, different options. So I'm going to download this one that I have here. And let me just open it up. Gavin, I mean, talk about this a little bit. We have um, Dustin that works with us. And um, while I open this, because it's going to take me a second here, can you talk a little bit about um, what we're seeing on the subject two side of things, getting more sellers to accept us letting take over their payments? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, Dustin, um, you know, we do some creative deals together. Uh, he's actually in the coaching program as well. So he, he partners with our clients, um, helps negotiate uh, the deals as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the same things. It's all about situational, right? All of these deals. Uh, it's hard to say, well, you should do this deal th at this time of year because of this is what we're seeing. You have to look at the individual deal. You have to look at what the situation is with the seller and how are you going to solve that problem. And sometimes, you know, we, we have one right now that we're looking at. They've only recently bought it within the last four or five months, and now they want to sell it. And they don't have enough equity to potentially mm -hmm. sell it. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and they're behind a couple of months already on payment. So it's already beginning and that's where sometimes we can come in and take that mortgage over. We can bring their payment current. Maybe sometimes even put some money in their pocket as long as we can get it cash flowing. Um, so that that that's what we're looking at. And you need to be because you can't learn all of these things, guys. If you're watching and you're new, you still got to focus on one thing. You've still got to get one thing working before you start coming in trying to do everything because you'll start to mix the offers up. So everything's about timing. Uh, not only for the market, but for you as an individual trying to invest. You can't come in and try and do everything. That's kind of in the coaching why we offer that as an option, where if you just get the seller to say, hey, uh, you know, would you sell on some kind of terms? It can be as little as that. And they say, yeah, if you could get me close to my price, I'd definitely be interested in that. Then uh, we get on the phone and help you negotiate that. And well, that's huge. That That is huge because like – what I'm showing you here, I go through it really fast. And you'd be like, oh man, that's awesome. But like, I have no idea what you just did. How can the numbers go up like this with different options? What on earth? Don't worry about it. If you're working with us, we'll get on the phone. If you got a seller that says, yeah, I would consider maybe leasing my property for a little bit and then selling it or letting you take over my mortgage or do owner financing, or whatever, we'll get on the phone with you and that seller and help you close the deal. Yeah. Um, so anyway, in this calculator, it gives me what I call a three option letter of intent. And depending on how you structure this, it gives you an all cash offer. You can see right here, a 53 grand, a lease purchase option of 88 grand or owner financing with principal only payments, zero down of 107,000. So for me, I don't care which one they pick, right? But you can see how giving them options is going to help you close more deals. Now, we're not saying the first time you talk to a seller, if they want to sell now, you should give them all three options. You need to spend some time digging into what do they really need now? A lease purchase may not work for them. They may not have enough equity, right? Maybe they have a ton of equity. You don't want to do a lease purchase. You should do maybe an owner financing deal. Or you should, if they're behind on payments and you need to get the loan current, you should probably do a subject two. Get deed, take title to the property, all right? But the point is you want to be able to give the sellers options. And what we like to do, what we coach our students is, is like when you're talking to the seller, if it's a cold lead or they're just not ready yet, Go ahead and print this report. This is a, um, 
uh, seven-page thing, package, you can send to them a cover letter, um, the three different options, and then one or two pages explaining what lease purchase is, and then explaining uh, having frequently asked questions. You can customize this and send it to the sellers. But this is just going to help you close more deals. And here's our whole point. Sellers are becoming more and more open to these kinds of offers. Make sense? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Very good. If you want this PDF report where we dive deeper in talking about this stuff, go to www.reiproof.com slash seven steps, reiproof.com slash seven steps. The next step is going to be, should we talk about it? Give them a teaser. Let's see if I can open it up here. The next step is going to be mm, lining up money, lining up the money for your buyers. This next thing that we're going to be talking about is huge because if you can offer your buyers financing, investor buyers, retail buyers, if you can offer them financing because it's harder to get now, you're going to sell your deals at a premium really fast. We're going to be talking about how to do that as yep. well. All right. Um, see you in the next one. Yep. We'll see. We got some comments here. Oh, yeah. Somebody says this calculator is fire. Nice. And then somebody else has some weird comments. Someone else here says, I'm having troubles locating owners of abandoned vacant homes. But one of the things that we like to do real quick on this, um, put us put some um, post-it notes on their doors and talk to the neighbors. Um, a real quick trick, if you want to talk to a seller of an abandoned home and they're not responding to any of your calls, put a for sale sign in the front yard. You'll get some calls from an angry homeowner. <laughs> and you can, that's how you find them. All right. This is uh, step number four of the seven steps wholesalers must take now to survive this recession that we're coming into. So you can get this PDF again for free at www.reiproof.com slash seven steps. The link is in the description below the video. Um, or you can just type that in. WW, I think you have to do the www. For some reason, the, the URL is giving us a hard time right now. But reiproof.com slash seven steps. Now, the first steps we talked about was finding the buyers first, more important than ever. The next one is lowering your offers. No brainer. Next one is give the sellers option, learn creative finance and give them options. Now the fourth, and we're going to combine the fourth and fifth steps because they kind of are similar, kind of related. Um, but you need to start selling your deals with financing in place and start offering incentives to your buyers. So the first step is Selling your deals with financing in place. Gavin, what does that mean? Yeah, so it's having options. If you've been networking and you start to build up rapport with certain lenders, right, like hard money lenders, private money potentially, um, and you can go and basically say to a buyer if they need financing, like I have a person that will be able to finance you on this deal if you want to take it, fix and flip it, whatever it is that they're doing. So you can actually package that, put them in touch with the lender, and also build a good relationship with the lender um, so you're referring people to them. And also, while you're with that lender, you can say, hey, I've got a deal. Do you already have anyone? Yes. Do you already have anyone that you are lending to, that you know, trust, that might be interested in my deal? So it's actually a two-way two-way street uh, when it comes to that. Yeah, so important. You know, and we're talking about, number one, find good local hard money lenders that will lend on these on these houses, right? Number two, private money. There's private investors that are lending money on deals right now. But the third one also is local banks. Local regional banks, they still lend money on good deals. So try to find the investor-friendly 
banks, credit unions that are still lending to local investors on deals and come up to them and ask them, hey, listen, I've got these deals. Um, I'm wondering, do you, would you finance these types of deals that need you know, full gut rehab, that need minor cosmetic rehabs or whatever in these areas? And if they say, yeah, you say, great. Tell me what is your lending criteria? What do you want to see? And it may be they say, well, all right, we want to see six months of reserves. We want to have at least 25% down. Uh, we'll finance 100% of the purchase price as long as it's less than 70%. Um, we'll finance the rehab costs. We won't. Whatever it is, you need to find out what their criteria is. And then when you are advertising the deals, you advertise these deals with, hey, financing in place, ready to go. I have a hard money lender. I have a mortgage company. I have a credit union. I have a private investor in place. They've already looked at the deal. They're willing to lend and then list the criteria. You know, you still have to put 25% down and you still have your credit score has to be this or your reserves have to be that. But when you can offer financing in place, it's, you know, the, the pool of buyers is shrinking. The pool of wholesalers is still really big. If you want to stand out above the crowd with all these other investors that are trying to sell these deals to these guys, go the extra step and offer financing in place. Now, what else could we mean by that? Also, seller financing, lease options, subject twos. If, the, if you can sell a deal where the mortgage is already in place, it's, um, you know, they have to maybe bring five grand in to get it current, but there's a mortgage that's got 20 years left at 3% interest. That is great financing. You can sell those deals very, very quickly for high assignment fees. So be thinking about how you can keep financing in place offer new financing to your buyers and you're going to sell your deals a lot faster than anybody else. And you're going to sell them a lot um, at a higher price at a more of a premium. Makes sense. Yep. Here's the other thing I love about this strategy too, Gavin, like, and you already mentioned it. If your local hard money lender won't lend on that deal, it's probably not a good deal. And you're going to know then, okay, well, I have to go back to the seller and lower my price. But the other cool thing too, is these banks, these lenders, they know who is actively buying deals right now. They know who they like to lend their money to. So they're going to refer people to you if it's a good deal. And you could offer, if, if, you can, if they can accept it, you can offer them a $1,000 referral fee, you know, a two, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 referral fee if they can bring you a good buyer. Make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, it's tied to this is the fifth step, is offer incentives to your buyers. Offer incentives to your buyers and your real estate agents. Well, like examples could be paying for closing costs, right? Um, maybe lower earnest money deposit than you used to charge before. Uh, pay, offer higher referral fees to agents if they bring you good buyer. And like we talked about before, offering the financing in place. So there's a lot of really good creative things that you can do. You know, before we had such high demand for our properties, they were easy to sell. We just said highest and best, highest and best over. Um, but now you need to be more customer-centric, customer yep. service-centric. You need to be thinking about, all right, what can I do to make this deal more attractive to these buyers? You know, what are, what are some of the things you guys are doing, Gavin, with uh, selling your deals faster to the buyers? Yeah, sometimes if we just get it, um, we don't put it out to everyone. We just go to one buyer and just say, hey, you're the only one that's seeing this. So it's more like a VIP treatment yeah. and going, look, can you give us an, give us an offer in 24 hours? Uh, we won't send it to anyone else. And then they respect that. And often we get asked to do that. Like, please don't send anything. But like, we can't give you everything, but we definitely share the, the load out uh, to try and keep them all happy. So uh, that works really well. 
really well. well Super important. And that's treating your buyers like VIPs because yeah. they're really our customers in this business. And as we start transitioning out of a seller's market into a buyer's market, that means it becomes harder to find buyers. There's more sellers than there are buyers. And so we're going to have to go back to the basics, back to what we used to have to do 10 years ago to really find those buyers and, and seek to serve them and give them deals because you want to be their go-to guy or gal. You want them to give you their money so you can find their deals and bring them their deals. So anyway, um, real simple, right? Try to offer your deals with financing already in place, a lender in place, existing mortgage already in place under a lease option contract or whatever. And, and I remember this so clearly again, I just want to verify this. Like back when the market was at the worst in 2008, nine and 10, um, back then before, uh, there were still guys wholesaling a lot of deals. And the ones that were wholesaling the most deals were the ones that were making, building relationships with the local banks. There were still banks that were lending on these deals. Even back then, small local regional banks and credit unions Find out what their criteria is. The money with them will always be cheaper than the money with a hard money lender, right? And longer term. So build some relationships with them. You're, you're not going to be the one qualifying for these loans, but you're going to be the one referring other buyers to them. And when you can spell out the criteria, you're going to get much better buyers that will take these deals. All right. So real simple PDF, go get it right now. www.reiproof.com slash seven steps. And in this nine page PDF, we kind of break down the details of this stuff and we give you links to resources and videos and stuff like that. Um, just a handy tool. Go get it right now. And uh, we'll see you. We got two more videos left, Gavin. Two more. All right. Let's go. We'll see you guys All soon. Right. Bye-bye.